everyone, and welcome to the Hoops Crew. It's the best sports podcast that you've never heard of. I'm Frank Severich. <laughs> I'm Frank Severich, and you've probably never heard of me, but that's okay because you've probably heard of the movie we're talking about today. That's right. We are talking about the 1992 sports classic, White Men Can't Jump. Uh, we've got a great episode uh, here for you today, folks. Uh, but before we get into it, just a couple of items of housekeeping. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to our international listeners. So uh, a shout out to the country of Poland. We have a dedicated listener base there. and We're sending lots of love uh, to our friends in Poland. We're also sending a lot of love to our listener in the UK, who, as of this recording, has already listened to our most recent episode that went up today. So um, uh, a shout out to you in the UK. Um, maybe we'll do a live show there someday. You know, who knows? Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, of course, we have to give our 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 thanks and our kudos to sort of the sixth co-host of the podcast. I'm, of course, referring to Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. It's well established in the show's lore that Michelle Yeoh is sort of our sixth co-host. She unfortunately couldn't join us today for White Men Can't Jump, uh, but uh, she might be joining us next week um, for whatever we're, movie we're doing next week. Uh, and with that, I would love to welcome my amazing co-host. Now, unfortunately, Mary Catherine Curran could not be here today, but... We are still repping the city of Chicago because we've got Chi-Town Chloe Michaela coming into the podcast. Hello, Chloe. How are you? Oh, no, Chloe, I think your mic is off or something. I can't hear you. You can't? Oh, now I can. Now oh, I can. Go ahead. NFL preseason, baby. That's what's up. That's NFL what's happening. NFL preseason. NFL yes. preseason, baby. Yes. Um, I'm feeling good. Um, the Steelers beat the Bucks in preseason. Did I watch? Wow. No, but I did see the highlights. <laughs> I didn't watch it's preseason, but I'm excited. Football is almost here. It's around the corner. I I don't know. Like I'm feeling good. I'm I'm just I'm so happy. Like it's raining and I'm happy because football is back, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Are you watching Hard Knocks, Chloe? Oh my God, I I fucking am. Am I? It's so amazing. Like I I don't know. It's it's really good. Everybody should watch it. There was a part of me while watching it. I was like, do I like Aaron Rodgers again? And then I just stopped mm. myself. I yeah, really had to yeah, pause yeah. it and like look inward. Like I really had to look inward. And I was like, this is the power of entertainment and leave Schreiber narrating, you know, well, and he, he knows how to he knows how to behave when the camera's on him. Right. Yes. And then he'll just go yes. off and say something crazy again. And then we'll be yeah. back in the cycle all over again. But and it's definitely the vibes that I was getting from him. But like. Hard Knocks is really funny. I recommend the watch. Um, I know we're here to talk about white men can't jump. And I mean, can they or can't they? I think they can now. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, we'll we'll discuss, uh, you know, that I, I think will come back up uh, during this episode. Uh, and speaking of coming back up, let's let's bring back up our our second amazing co-host to the stage, Greg Toomey. Hello, Greg. How are you? You are talking on mute as well, my friend. Okay. All right. You like that? That was yeah. That was maybe good. that was intentional. That was a little callback. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm here. The Zoom is working this this week on Love time. That. 
Um, I still have internet right now. But hey, you know what? In a year, or in this year, we're doing White Man Can Jump in a mm-hmm. year where a white kid won the dunk contest. Wow, it, that's a great Mac McClug point. So that is a great I mean, point. Who's to know? I mean, I guess the answer is kind of, kind of. That's the answer. Wow. I know. Um, how was your weekend, Greg? Did you do anything exciting? Oh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I got some uh, stuff from IKEA. <laughs> cool. From my office. Cool. Got a nice little place to put my pod mic. You nice. Know, you want to have it in a nice spot. The room is looking great. And let me say, yeah. I know something you did this weekend was you watched, you did extra credit, you and our yeah. guest, because you watched the 2023 version of White Man Can't Chub, which I'm really excited to discuss with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be all caught up on on it, you know. Nice. Well, I'm excited to get the uh, the lowdown, or should I say the Jack Har lowdown from you on that movie. Okay, let's welcome our final co-host, uh, Matt Sparacino. Hello, Matt Sp- Sparacino. Sort of the, the Jack Harlow of this podcast, I would say. Uh, Matt, you're on mute. I I had to do it to him. It's the rule of three. So, you know, we we just had to. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I don't know that I'm the Jack Harlow of the pod. I thought that was Greg, but. That actually uh, would make a lot more sense. And, you know, I didn't watch the movie. So so who am I to say? We'll hear about it. Um, I'm doing good. That's more like the post Post Malone. It's Post Malone. Interesting. Can I just be the can I be the Woody Harrelson? Sure. You can, yeah, original, why not? you can be the Woody. original Harlow. You also recently endorsed Robert <laughs> Kennedy for president, right, Matt? I did. I did. <laughs> um, you know, we have a long way to go, but we've been getting those signatures. That's um, great. I also Woody, Woody Harrelson, he's got some interesting stuff. I also <laughs> am concerned about uh the 5G in the COVID in vaccines. In the COVID vaccine, yeah. Yeah. Something I learned uh, in my research after watching the movie is that uh, it's a strange place to start off. But Woody said some crazy shit during the pandemic. He was one of those people who who just started spouting off on Twitter. And uh, he he went on this. He went on this rant against face masks. Uh, He said they were absurd. And this is a quote that he said. This is on Wikipedia. He said, I'm sick of like you're wearing a mask and you think it contains your breath. But if you did, you die because you'd be breathing in your own carbon monoxide. Wow. That is monoxide. a sh- wow. Monoxide. Monoxide. It is deadly. It's poisonous. So you got to watch out. And I that- hadn't thought about that, but. I don't know. Maybe maybe Woody's right. And twenty years down the line, we're all going to find out that we have we have, we have carbon, uh, carbon monoxide, monoxide poisoning, poisoning yeah. from our, yeah. our carbon mask. dioxide. Yeah, yeah. So, turns into so that's monoxide. me. That's me. Those are my beliefs. Well, you know, uh, Woody's a great guy. You're a great guy, and we have a great guest today. Return or re- joining us, not returning, returning to our hearts, always with us in our hearts, uh, but joining the show for the first time. Uh, friend of the show, uh, friend of ours in real life, it's Ashley Arnold. Hello, Ashley. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I feel honored. We are so glad to have you join us. And Ashley, I we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. Do you, when we 
originally had the summer movie series, you and I were talking and I was like, oh, I'd love for you to come on the podcast at some point. And I sent you a bunch of, I sent you a little poll and one of the, I think the movie that was at the top of your list was White Men Can't Jump. So do you have a relationship with this movie? I do. I watched it really early. I think like on TNT with my dad and my brother. Um, And I just remember like not a lot of the plot, thankfully, because (laughs) we'll probably get into this, but it's maybe not the best plot. Sure. Um, But yeah, I just remember thinking that Woody Harrelson was pretty cute. Sure. That was my big takeaway. And I think that's still a big takeaway. Don't agree with his political opinions, but still pretty attractive. The Lukes that are being served in this movie by Woody, by Wesley, by Rosie Perez, by everybody. Incredible. Incredible. Ooh, Rosie Perez. Yes. Rosie Perez. Yes. Yes. What is a quince? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Go, Gloria, go. She's so great. Matt, were you going to say something? Incredible movie. Incredible movie for tank tops across the board. Incredible movie for tank tops. Just one of the best I think I've ever seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Two tank tops. A tank top on a tank top. Yes. Yes. A lot of layering. Mm -hmm. We really are going to need to get into the costumes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Well, Matt, without any further ado, I mean, do you want to give us our our sort of rundown, our, our, our general facts on the ground here? I, you know, I would love to. We are here today, gathered today to discuss White Men Can't Jump. Like Frank said, uh, 1992 release written and directed by a gentleman named Ron Shelton, who has a, a history with sports movies. Uh, this movie stars Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. They uh, they play two characters. Wesley plays a character named Sidney Dean. Woody's name is Billy Hoyle. And Sidney and Billy are street ball hustlers in L.A. They uh, they make money playing other people in basketball games and um this comes with you know varying levels of of hustle and varying levels of ethical unethical Mm. um they do what they need to do to get by and woody in particular because he uh owes some debts to some gangsters Uh, yeah yeah i don't know if it's ever totally brothers yeah the stucci brothers brothers. from louisiana yeah. From Louisiana, the Stucci brothers. <laughs> That's a long way to go to Los Angeles. I gotta yeah, say, I know. But um, yeah, Woody, he's he just can't help himself. He's a gambler. He gambles away all of his money multiple times throughout the movie. These two players uh, meet early in the film, eventually partner up and start hustling together, and things go on from there. There's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of betrayals, and get back together. Uh, and not just with each other, but also with Rosie Perez, who mm. is awesome in this movie as Gloria. She's Woody's girlfriend. Um, it's a pretty small cast. Tyra Farrell plays Rhonda Dean, which is uh, Sydney's wife. And yeah, I mean, there's various street ballers, some kids, but it's a pretty tight cast. And then just a couple of other quick things. Uh, this movie was made on a $30 million budget, $31 million, something like that. Ended up grossing 91 so big hit. Mm. Uh, came out in March of 92. It's an hour and 55 minutes. A 6.8 on mm. IMDb. Very close. 
and I'm seeing uh, zero Oscar nominations for the film. Well, that's a shame because Rosie Perez would have been on my Oscar ballot for she this year. She deserved it. A couple she of was MTV so good. movie awards, uh, okay. however, I think really? maybe... These may be nominations, but yes, best on-screen duo for Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Yes, absolutely. And best kiss for Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. When did they kiss? Am I forgetting a scene? I would have known if they kissed. Let's be honest. I would have have known if they kissed. I am also not remembering this, but... um, I feel like maybe he kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay, that's a, that's but the a, Rosie Perez and Woody Harrelson chemistry is really good. They kiss a lot, and it's yeah. Great. But this movie came out when in the ninety two. Yeah. yeah, so that was probably them being like, "Oh, that's <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. kisses the man on the it's cheek," and it's like, "Shut up, everyone's gay. Move on." Right. Next. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at this, and but this it is, is before everybody was gay. This is before everybody. Nobody gave a was gay in 1992. Nobody yeah. was gay in 1992. Yeah. Yeah. hadn't come out yet. Yeah, that's right. They that's right. were not the winner, by the way. The winner that year was Marissa Tomei and Christian Slater in Untamed Heart, a, a movie we all know and love. Obviously, Untamed Heart. Mm-hmm. Class. I mean, Ashley, that's what's your what we're favorite? Doing. We're doing that next week. We're doing that next week. Ashley, what's your favorite Untamed Heart scene? I mean, I know it's so hard to choose one. I but guess the kiss. That's got to be the, the one. Kiss the, the kiss is great. The kiss. <laughs> Christian Slater. Oh man. I'm like, yeah. no, it's crazy. No, who I, Christian Slater is. I don't either. You would recognize him if you've seen him. You've seen him. Robin Hood. Okay. He plays the cousin. He talks like uh, he talks like Jack Nicholson. Kind of his whole <laughs> thing is talking like this. You have to Google it. Yeah. yeah. I think what held this movie back was the script writing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Go on. Because it was so... Now, granted, I'm also looking at this from, like, a 2023 perspective. Like, I'm sure, like, back then, like, I'd probably have to, like, watch movies that came out, like, in the very early 90s like this to be like, oh, okay, this tracks. But, like, there were just so, like the the dialogue right like rosa there were some there was some dialogue that just like didn't flow it was very like uh disjointed it felt like sometimes and i felt like the actors like really weren't given a lot to like work with and like they made certain things work which i think is why like rosie perez's like performance was so good even though the script you would listen to the lines and you're like this isn't making sense like what are you talking about and then the one thing that made me like lose not lose my shit, but just came out of fucking nowhere is when uh, Woody Harrelson's character was like listening to music with Rosie in the car. And all of a sudden he's like, what Negro is singing this song? And I was like, he's never used this word until now. And then never continued to use that word. And I was like, are you trying to insinuate that he's racist and ignorant? Because we kind of already got that. Like he didn't need to say that. It just, was so it took me out of it i was like that's fair so forced that's very fair because I, I, he never continued to utilize that word you know what i'm saying like I, am i crazy I, no you're not crazy i i'm not a- explaining it away or anything <laughs> I, but i do think that i think that it was like uh that is a great example of this being like a 90s movie where it's like okay to like they weren't like thinking about the fact of like, should Wordy Harrelson use this word? 
probably not, but it's like, you know, it's the consistency. So they just went for it. You know, it was just the consistency for me. I was like, if you want him to be that, then lean in and make that part of his language. But I was like, if it's just a one off, this is now making zero sense character wise. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I think think that's fair. That's, I think that's a little bit what you get when this movie the you know the writer director of this movie is a white guy he also made um old durham which is a, a not a sports movie that I, yeah. I have ever seen but it's like a really beloved sports movie from the 80s and there there is some kind of like careless stuff in the movie like that but i think the the performances are really what Absolutely. lifted up i think you're right chloe i think the script is not the strong suit i think the way that you know, you mentioned Rosie Perez already and Wesley Snipes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He so makes that character it. so Kills interesting it. and alive. And he's just like brimming with energy. Shaking his little movie. butt around, you know. <laughs> he's hot. He's hot. As oh, my God. He's outrageous. Yeah. He's Ooh. Wesley is a tiny guy, but you believe that he oh, is out there like beating guys and hooping because he's mm-hmm. he's ripped number one. And he I mean, kind of like Airbud last week, you watch these basketball scenes and it is Woody and yeah. Wesley mm-hmm. doing this stuff. That's the like coolest Buddy part was of it. out there. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and these actors went to to basketball camp. It was something I learned about this movie. Oh, really? They had NBA players and um, they had NBA players like coaching them on set. And I was really impressed by that part of wow. it. Like, well, backing I, up real quick. Yeah, yeah. Matt and Chloe, I think this was your first time seeing it, right? Yeah. And like I fell asleep several times. I will say <laughs> the the basketball scenes did make me a little horny. I was like, Oh yeah. I like it was they were so hot. Like it was it was yeah. very hot. Really great basketball. But well, yeah, it's it was like, my first time and will be my last. Fair enough. The I, w- I feel like the the word that I'm thinking about coming out of this movie is is chemistry, right? Like seeing mm-hmm. the chemistry between Woody and Wesley Snipes, like who knows what their dynamic was in real life, but at least in the film, like you buy that these guys are friends. Mm-hmm. And between Woody and Rosie Perez, you buy that they're like on again, off again lovers who, you know, it's maybe a little bit of a destructive relationship, but they also really love each other and, and, and they're really into each other, like physically and stuff. And, 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 and the chemistry of basketball too, like watching um, the way they play together when things are going well versus when things are not going well and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, Greg, had you seen this movie before? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I played the game on Atari. I was so into it. <laughs> oh yeah, on the Atari Jaguar. Big, no, but the uh, old Jaguar. But you got me thinking a little bit about the basketball and just like what do you know what 1992 was? What when basketball? What would have been a big thing in basketball that year? Michael Maybe the biggest Jordan. In the world. Michael fucking Jordan. Dream Team. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of I think. This movie, we we gotta say it since it's the Hoops Crew is not made without Magic and Bird. They're in the whole sure. Meeting, I mean, the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems kind of obvious thing to say, but like, no, that's the, a great point. The fighting, the trash talking. I mean, the style of play. Woody, like play. You know that he grew up watching 
or not necessarily grew up, but because he's kind of old. He's probably, how old are they when they play these characters? By the way? Who knows? I think he's supposed to be like kind of out of college. Like I got the. I yeah, mean, I think he's, he's like for, he's mid twenties, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Harrelson was about thirty. Okay. Um, and Wesley Snipes too. I think they were both about thirty. But yeah, I think they're supposed to be like I don't know, twenty four, twenty five, maybe, maybe yeah. younger. But yeah, it's L.A. You know, basketball's really like a cool, the coolest thing. Like, yeah, I like. I think they they capture that in this movie. If this movie captures anything, it's it's the the way the game is played on the street. You know, basketball in general. They don't really get into the NBA or anything like that. The new yeah. movie, the guy, Jack, the Woody Harrelson character played by Jack Harlow, is tr- is trying to make it to the G League. Oh, okay. And so he keeps like training and he has injuries and stuff like that. And the other character never played pro, but he was supposed to be like a LeBron James or like um just like a top high school player. Uh so it's a know, little more like love and basketball than it really yeah. is. It, they never kiss, but they damn there's a lot there's some good chemistry that, between it. <laughs> it's the G League mean. It's the like, I'm not even going to shoot to the highest point. That well, person was yeah. like, let me be realistic and think start somewhere. the only place yeah. I could go is the G League. The and he's like, like, in yeah. one scene, he's like Googling like G League tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, like, he's like looking up G League tryouts. But yeah, but so th- this one's really the first one or the original movie is just about the street game, which. Well, and that's why I love this movie so much, or at least I love that part of this movie so much. I love movies about hustlers. I always think that's such a fun thing to have in a movie. I love shit talking. I love. I feel like I think you're right, Chloe. That like the script, there's like very clunky moments, specifically around specific word choices and stuff. But yeah. like the actual like dynamics on the court of like you know, guys going back and forth at each other and that whole, like... Oh, I bet um, you all that shit was improvised. I was oh, watching yeah. it. I was like, ain't mm. no way this is the same script writer for the basketball right. scenes versus right. their, like, lovey-dovey, like, two-person two scenes. I was like, this is not the same writer. So, yeah, I think that, like, a lot of that shit uh, was was improvised because when Wesley Snipes was acting off the basketball court, he was fighting for his life. I was like, ain't nobody directing this man. <laughs> but he is alone. He is fighting and acting for his life. <laughs> it's that good. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, what about you? Like in um, uh, coming back to revisit this movie, was there anything uh, that stuck out to you uh, that you were like uh, either pleasantly or unpleasantly surprised by or anything that was like, Oh, this is like better than I remember, worse. I mean, I think it definitely like it doesn't age super well. I think it's surviving on vibes, on like oh, the yeah. feeling of the 90s and street ball and like the fashion and the chemistry between both of the the main characters. I feel like the whole time I was like, you guys should kiss. Like this should just be a love story. About they should how you all be kissing and leave your wives. Yes. That's true. Maybe I'm projecting <laughs> a little kiss, bit. <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, I feel like it was, I do feel like Wesley Snipes was the, I, my eyes kept going to him. Like, I feel like he mm. was kind of trying to act through some of the pain of the script, which seems like unfocused. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like there were times that uh, Woody Harrelson just seemed like kind of like an infant. Like it was giving me like male <laughs> yeah. vibes yeah. and he was being like daddied by Wesley Snipes. But it was like very nuanced and like mm-hmm. authentic. So I think there are like some good elements coming through, but I think it's a overall just like a vibe movie i i agree with that 
Um, do we want to do we want to go through a little bit of the plot here, or does anybody else have any other plot? Uh, well uh they they we we open on venice take us through it take us through it yeah we open in (laughs) venice uh beach well before that there's the 20th century fox logo and there's like a jazzy rendition of the 20th century fox logo which i really liked and that's what ashley means with the vibes the music is good yeah music is good and the there's the venice beach boys or i don't know what they i I, that's how they're credited and they're kind of like a doo-wop like a three-man doo-wop group in Venice Beach that's in like three scenes. And I don't know if they're a real band. I didn't research. I can I can pull it up here in a second, but no, they're yeah, great. Those... They're like a, a little, they're kind of scoring the movie for a few scenes and they're really fun. They're, Even though they were disrespected in the first scene. They were. Woody they were should just... not have offered them the 50 and then just given them the one. That, yeah. that was a douche move. Yeah, It was so bad. At that moment, yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna like this movie. Like I knew in that moment, I was like, mm, "I'm was a, off about this." But did you did you did you hear what they say after he leaves? We'll we'll like, give him a dollar's worth of uh, we'll music. A- yeah, it's so good. <laughs> That's a good line. So good. Um. Yeah. So then they're 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 balling, and Wesley Snipes is playing, and then somebody gets hurt, and they have to pull in somebody else, and uh, Woody Harrelson is there, and they're like, "Hey, you come in the game," and he's like, "Me." and yeah you chump yeah and a lot of uh, chump they're throwing around a chump chump a lot a lot of chump a lot of your mama jokes Mm -hmm. um uh the word fuck is said a lot in this movie too it's pretty much like a like a comma you know it's like air bud in that (laughs) (laughs) but frank you know when you're balling on the streets you're in la it's the early 90s you're gonna hear some f-bombs going around this is this is classic um uh street ball in the 90s in LA which is something i know a lot about you know um so back when uh, your dad and trevor ariza used back to when my, get out yeah, there. yeah 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 what what are the name of the like legendary street duck johnson and the king or something what were the names of the guys That's a good question yeah uh, duck, like that. Right. duck johnson sounds right and something with an s i think is that what it was okay or dolly I could, yeah um I, I fell asleep i don't know <laughs> the first scene i don't know i was out no there's the, you're right though because because the guy who plays duck johnson's one of them and that's played by like a real nba player yeah like yeah Freeman williams um marquise johnson who i think played for the bucks in the 80s he plays them in one game so he's the I, guy I, um, who gets the gun out of his glove compartment and then goes oh. to rub the rob the store, which is a great scene. It's a, that is a funny good. scene. I I when that first happened, I was like, oh my god, this is taking a dark. Like I didn't remember that. And then yeah. it and then it gets really funny. They're like, take off that mat. And then he's like, I'll sell you the gun. Yeah, he gets <laughs> that's how all robberies should go. Yeah, it was great. He tries now, to uh, rob the store, and the store owner just turns it around on him. It's great. It's they really good. that scene. If it's okay for me to let you all keep it with the new movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Use that same court for a scene, and the guy pulls out a flamethrower. <laughs> like instead of like I'm gonna get my gun and I'm gonna shoot everybody, he just like goes and gets a flamethrower, and you just he's just like like blown it. Flame Wait, so and then he tries to sell it to the shopkeeper. No, they they don't do that part. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> So yeah, he that's like so in the new movie yeah, he has a flamethrower in his car. Flame, he just has a flamethrower. 
Okay. I mean, That's it's Hollywood. Good... He could have like. It's Hollywood. Or he's a stuntman. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a stuntman. I, I don't know. Maybe it was made. Which one? The 2023 version? Yes. Like, I kind of feel the, the same way. The fact that like I'm hearing that somebody grabbed a flamethrower <laughs> in a Not basketball a good... movie in 2023 yeah. is like unhinged to me. Like we spent money on that. Yeah. Yeah. We laugh about it. That's the that's the like I that would have been the end of the movie for me. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I am never doing this again like if people have <laughs> flamethrowers in their cars it, because they lose in a basketball game like i'm, ne- I'm well never actually playing basketball you have a flamethrower in your car right oh for sure yeah <laughs> are you referring to my jump shot that i carry with me at all times hey it's also like so sad that we're over here being like can you just stick to the gun i know right what a time yeah. Anyway, what a time sorry. to be alive. Anyways, just want to let you know that they tried to mirror that scene. And- no, no, no. This is great. Any any other um, updates from the 2023 version that you think are are worth sharing at this point in the movie? Well, the, as you go shot for shot, we'll, Ashley would love to share a few, too. I'm sure. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. So Wesley Snipes oh. is like, we'll take that guy uh, or, or no, the other the other team is like they they take that guy on. Then that team beats Wesley Snipes, and then Wesley Snipes is like, "Oh, you can't do that again." And then uh, there's a great scene with Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, where he's like, "I bet you sixty-two dollars." And then they have sixty-two dollars, and then Wesley Snipes' friend is like, "Oh, are you going to take me to Sizzler after this?" Which is a great joke. <laughs> Loved yeah. that. And he just he's keeps going like, Sizzler. "We're going to Sizzler." Sizzler. <laughs> is that, is that the guy wearing the? Is he the guy? Is he the uh, MJ jersey? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's okay. good. That guy was good. in a different world, right? Is that the only thing I can recognize? Is that, Is that right? I didn't. I didn't clock. Um, I didn't clock him. So he was fun. He was yeah. fun. He was a good time. They had. The, that we got a. Speaking of this MJ jersey, we got a very first scene. I immediately was like, costumes. We got to talk about oh, the costumes in the movie. So good. Woody Harrelson good. shows up, and I let me see how how well I can remember this. He's wearing a. A uh, parental advisory sticker T-shirt mm-hmm. over a sweatshirt mm-hmm. with cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like a tie-dye sort of rainbow hat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. like sneakers and long socks. He's and- got tube socks on, and then he has the sneakers with the little pump-up ball, which we know later because Wesley Snipes pumps up the ball in his shoe, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great, great 90s shout yes. out there with those shoes. Yes. But he, if you've ever played street ball in LA in the early 90s, like Frank has, <laughs> you know that that's a ridiculous outfit to show up and play in. And when yeah. he shows up in this game, he plays Wesley Snipes eventually and wins and gets that $62 from Wesley. And it turns out he was kind of like hustling him, just like classic. Classic hustle, kind of show up looking like a doofus, act like you don't know what you're doing, and you know, put one over on someone. And when that, when I realized that the costume was a ruse and not like how he was actually dressing, that was when I was like, okay, like let me see what this movie's about. Like, because because when he first showed up, I was a little worried. Like, hold on, like I'm supposed to believe that this guy is playing basketball in these clothes because he looks so fucking ridiculous but it's all part of the act and he's yeah the costumes do a lot of the storytelling in the movie it's cool 
Wesley yeah. Snipes, I feels like I feel I feels like I feel like wears the same hat the whole movie. Yeah, great it's hat. like this flipped up great hat top mm-hmm. and it says Col Colnago on it. I don't know if that's a brand or something that I should recognize. It's yeah. an awesome hat. And I feel like he wears it even when he's like there are a couple scenes where he's like trying to be respectable and he was wearing a button up. Um like when he's running one of his other businesses, like his construction business, and he doesn't have the hat on, but then as soon as he goes back to the court, he has the hat back on again. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that too, because I, I thought in that scene at the with the construction, I was like, man, his hair like looks a lot different, but it's just because he's wearing the hat the whole time. Like that might be yes. the only scene I can... When you finally see his haircut, you're like, oh, like... Yeah, his haircut looks great yeah, too. Quite nice, yeah, flat yeah. top. Yeah, nineties, very nineties. Yeah, very Wesley um, Snipes haircut. Very Wesley. Snipes. Very, very Wesley Blade. Snipes. Very yeah. Blade prequel. Very yeah. Blade. Very Blade. Blade versus Carnage uh, in this movie. Um, let there be Carnage on the basketball court. Um, so Woody goes back home. He takes the money back home. We meet Rosie Perez. She's great. She's getting drunk and studying for Jeopardy. Uh, such a great character, such a great performance. Uh, she um, is just rattling off all these facts and stuff. We find out that they're in debt and they're having sex and stuff. And I think pretty soon after, oh, no, no. First Wesley Snipes comes, he finds them and he's like, hey, I want to hustle with you. And so we get to see them hustling, which is really fun. And then I feel like pretty soon after that, the the Stucci brothers uh, find them and they have to run away from that apartment, uh, yep. flee out the back window and stuff. Uh, what did you guys think about the Stucci brothers? I don't understand. <laughs> I feel like I, I immediately didn't buy it. I was just like, it does punch one of them. Like, they, I don't feel like they're the real mob or whatever no. they're supposed to be. Well, yeah. not if they're from Louisiana. That's true. I just yeah. was like also confused. Can somebody tell me why? Because I'm sure he fell asleep during this important part <laughs> of information. Uh, why were they chasing them? Something it's a- about they, I know they owed them money, money, but like, how, like, why? Greg, you didn't mess well, up. Get it? No, it, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad plot point. I mean, like the, the reasoning why they get in debt, it makes sense for the story, but it's so brushed over that it's almost not worth it. But essentially, he's like working with these guys back wherever. I don't know if he was in college at the time or whatever. But then he's supposed to shave points in his game because uh, they're betting on it, right? And then, right. but what happens is classic Woody, the guy he's going against, is talking trash to him. He's like, "You can't even shoot. You can't. You know, you're soft. You can't play." So instead of throwing the game, he's just wanted to prove the guy wrong, <laughs> and he mm-hmm. beats them. And then they don't shave the points, and then they owe the money and. You know, I feel like there's something about a car too, right? Like they bought a car yeah. or something. Bought, something oh, that's how it maybe started. She bought the car. That's what it was. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's very. It feels like it's in a different movie. And honestly, I know uh, maybe I'm I'm on an island here, but I love how like imperfect uh, this feels. Like there's like a crime movie attached to this. Um, basketball comedy. movie attached to uh, the journey of one woman to get on Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy. 
movie. Um, I love it. It's such a weird, this movie is such a weird object. But yes, those are the Stucci brothers who I think get like three lines of dialogue and almost murder Woody Harrelson at one point in this movie. It's not the best. It's not the best portrayal of an Italian American in a movie. But no, it's no. not what the movie's brothers. about. It's not what the movie's they, about. Uh, they hey. trade the Stucci brothers in in the new one for stem cells. Jack Harlow <laughs> wants to get stem cell surgery. On are you? Knee. Are you kidding? Or is this real? <laughs> I honestly can't tell. There's That's no. Real. There's no debt. Yeah, he just wants to get his knees what? fixed, but it costs twenty thousand dollars. You know, he doesn't have health care. He wants to get his knees. What? He wants to get he wants to get stem cells put into his knees to to help. He had uh, to, to uh, jump ACLs. Oh, because he Two can't ACLs. jump. We can't jump. So are the stem jump. cells following him around for the whole movie? <laughs> the burden of home them, invasion. I see. Sure, I see. It's okay. more of a psychological yeah. uh, antagonist. You know, this is a great. <laughs> Just 2023 versus 1992. We got a flamethrower instead of a gun, and we got stem cells (laughs) instead of a gambling dad. I take I take that bat. This movie makes so much sense. (laughs) This movie actually I shouldn't have shit on this movie. I shouldn't have shit on this 1992 movie because clearly in 2023 (laughs) we're we're fucking stupid. Is what we're not doing much better. We're not doing any a flamethrower and stem cells in your knees in order. I. I'm so sorry to this movie. I'm so, so are, sorry. Are Jack Harlow and his girlfriend in debt at all in this movie? Is he They're bad like with money? Struggling. He's definitely not great with money. He is like hustling a 30 day detox program that just no. be like him putting good. It's honestly Greg's hobbies, putting a lot of like turmeric and ginger into smoothies sure. and like giving them to people. Even though Greg doesn't doesn't give them to people. Wait, so is what? So he's like trying to get out of debt by selling smoothies? Well, no, it's just like the modern like. I think like, the new one's trying to show like the the modern side hustles. Like okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. You know, okay, like his okay. Like he has this rival in the movie. He's like an influencer, and like you know, he doesn't want to do the influencer thing. You know, he's to the game. He's like. I, but he did. I, I don't know. But he, yeah, so but he's he selling does. drinks. I, he actually did kind of want to do that. Yeah, and like his girlfriend is like a dancer, okay, or like a choreographer or something. So she's is she trying, trying to, to get like on make, Jeopardy? She's trying to get a tour with SZA. Like, with SZA <laughs> specifically. Okay. Sort of the modern day Jeopardy. The modern day Jeopardy yeah. tour yeah. for yeah. Her, yeah. So okay. Let's move okay. on. Yeah. This okay. is how you know, like, we as a unit on this podcast are getting old. <laughs> because I know that Gen Z and whatever the fuck is next, Gen A, like, that probably resonates to them. They're sure. like, yeah, this is my life. And that is fucked up. <laughs> Give me a give me a street ball with a gun any day. <laughs> That's the pull quote right there. Fuck these yeah. flamethrowers and your get stem cells. 30 days stem cells. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> give me concrete and a gun and a basketball and let's go, baby. God, simpler times. They're just what? making it complicated. You what? might like the summer that John Moran's having. It's a- <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> that was Very Greg. Good. That was your best one. That was yet. really good. That, that was, was your really best good. one. That was a good off. one, Greg. Greg, that was a good one. Thank you. Um yeah, and then in the movie, I feel like we're we're like it's a pretty easy movie to move through because then it? I think so, right? Because they they hustle that one game, it goes well, and then they do a they second game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they do a second game and uh and it turns out Wesley Snipes is kind of hustling Woody in that game yeah. because he's he's not hitting his shots, he's not making passes and stuff. And then that's our first that's our first kind of like like double cross, which happens a number of times going. And I think Chloe, you're right. That's another sort of script problem is like narratively, it's a lot of like up and down and back and forth and I couldn't big make games. Sense. And, but this first one I liked. They they partner up, they're doing well, they're both kind of like the best at what they do. And even though they don't totally like each other or trust each other, they it's it's very much like a game recognized game situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they get to this big game. There's a particularly high wager. I think it's like fifteen hundred dollars, seventeen hundred dollars, yeah. seventeen. Um, and they're playing two on two. And Wesley Sydney just has a bad game. He's not making his shots. He's fucking up. And they end up losing. And Woody is so blown because this is also the first time we see, at least on screen, that he bets all of his money and blows it. Yes. He's building up this bankroll to pay off the Tucci, Tucci, Stucci? The Stucci. Stucci. Hey, I'm from Louisiana over here. It's just Stucci, brother. Give me a fucking gumbo. He's trying to pay off the Stucci's and he blows it. He loses all of his money. He goes home and tells Rosie Perez. And she's and like, she, you idiot. Yeah, she's he the one. He hustled you. Yeah. She's the one to figure it out. Yeah. He hustled you. He threw the game on purpose, and that $1,700 is going to him. Yeah. And then there's a great scene with Rosie Perez and Wesley Snipes's wife. Oh, wait, hang on. Back up real quick. Backing up real quick. I feel like the movie justifies, I feel like the, the hustle that Wesley Snipes does kind of works in the moment because the movie justifies why Wesley Snipes would not be playing well because the scene before that is with him and his wife going to see that house. And she's like, I want this house. Like, give me this house. And he's like, I know, but we don't have the money. And then, and then he's like playing poorly in this game. And it's like, Oh, he's like in his head. Cause he's like trying to figure out how to like get this house and stuff. Turns out he was like doing a double cross so that he could get the money so that he could buy the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, so then they go. So Rosie Perez and Woody go to the the um to Wesley Snipes' house, and there's a great scene with Rosie Perez and Wesley Snipes's wife, uh, where they're like kind of they're making the deal, and um mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes on the way over there, he's like, she was like, I thought Rosie Perez is like, I thought you told me he's a good guy, and and uh Woody Harrelson's like, he is a good guy. And she's like, but you just said he's full of shit. And he's like, he's like, yeah, he's a good guy and he's full of shit. <laughs> it's just and like, nice that's line. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they decide to go to this basketball tournament, the Brotherhood Basketball Tournament or something. Couldn't something like you. that. I fell asleep, I think, during this tournament. That's fair. Oh, this was this was like the best basketball in the movie. It's pretty yeah, fun. I think yeah. I was in and out. I'm sorry. It was. You probably knocked out when you saw the white hand holding the black hand and you were yes. like, mm. 
It's very weird. Was there a poster like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the whole like the vibe we're getting is that this is one of those early '90s like where we can all get to you know post-racial America. We can all get together and hold hands and yeah. And they just clearly didn't have the Disney budget. Like remember the Titans to like actually get the feels out because it was. I didn't feel any brotherhood. <laughs> I it really yeah. has a weird, yeah, like say about the city in the early and 90s. about race and yeah. race because like the yeah. fight starts and like the the announcers or whatever they're not really announced but like the host of the thing were like all right let's pay them let's get the hell out of here and, like, yeah like, well did this and... come out after the rodney king riots though great question Ooh. i was wondering I that myself rodney king was 94 i want to say oh okay so why did i think it was 92 you're probably i right. might be wrong dream I might be team wrong. it's all it was a big year Rodney King was, was 90. 91. Oh, this is the year so after afterward. Rodney that's King why. Right that's why. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, that's they why. Also, they also play taste. a game. Uh, they play a game in the Watts neighborhood, which uh, this was in the 60s, but that was a place that there was rioting during the civil rights movement. Mm. So, yeah, like they don't really discuss, but like Los Angeles. And with the King, with the uh, Rodney King thing the year before, like LA has a lot of history with this. So, like, yeah, the movie doesn't always handle it super, mm, super well. Peacefully. Yeah. Gracefully. Sort of, that's a great word, but it's there. And it's, it's sort of weird because it's like, I, I respect the fact that I feel like a lot of 90s movies don't try to acknowledge race. They like just treat it as if like we're all the same and they just kind of like whitewash everything. And I kind of liked that it was like talking about race and trying to say something. But I agree with Chloe and Matt and I think everybody here when it's like the message that it's trying to say is a little weird. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it has a message like yeah. i don't know what they're trying i don't know what they're yeah. trying to tell us like cuz when the movie ended i was like it's over like i thought it could have ended like 3 or 4 or 5 6 scenes beforehand there are like 3 third acts to this movie which is yeah. part of the problem yeah it's crazy. which is which is something i, I cuz cuz we have this basketball tournament which feels like the end of the movie mm-hmm. like when you're watching that scene it's like this uh, is what Kira said. This is exactly what Kira said. She was so frustrated because she was like, I, I feel like the movie climaxed and peaked, but yeah, it's only about halfway through. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you're really looking for a message, you can be like, oh, like Wesley Snipes had to grow up and be a real man because like he's black and living in LA. And like Woody Harrelson's just acting like a kid because like, Mm-hmm. He just like has this fragility and this whiteness that have been with him forever. That is like really, really searching for something that I don't think they were aware of or trying to make that point. Yeah, yeah. He's and very it's like, childish. Yeah, which I actually I kind of like. I like that he doesn't end up with Rosie Perez in the end. I love I love when Rosie Perez is just like okay goodbye, like and she just skates beautiful. off. She rollerblades away. Almost you know, falls. Almost that was hilarious. Yeah. Where yeah. she almost fell. I was like, you know damn well that she was like, can we do that take again? <laughs> yeah. they were like, and we that can. editor they were like, was we gotta like, keep it we're going to keep this. Yeah. We're going to keep that this. That was perfect. <laughs> I was surprised that she left. Like, for yeah. a movie in 1992 written by a white man, I am shocked that they were like, 
Yeah. And Gloria would leave. Shocked. Shocked. She is, I think, well, I don't know. I guess Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson are also pretty well-developed, but I was going to say, I think she's the most well-developed character in this movie because she like, she knows who she is. She loves drinking Stolokhnaya. She loves Mm -hmm. studying for Jeopardy. And she loves knowing lots of random facts that appear on Jeopardy. And then we get to see her in the Jeopardy scene. It's so good. And she just crushes the whole time. She like maybe it's the kind best of a li- part of the movie. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. And you get to see Trebek, Trebek is there. Oh. Yeah. Yes, Alex so Trebek. I was like, RIP. RIP. And like pretty young, like young fly, not super yeah. young. He hosted that show, I think, as far back as the 80s, maybe even 70s. Love him. But he's pretty, pretty fresh. Mustache looking good. Yeah, great. To oh, see Alex him. could get it. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Absolutely. Young, Alex Trebek. Okay, he could get it. Alex Trebek is daddy. Al- yeah, Alex yes. Trebek has always been and <laughs> will forever be daddy. Daddy. Yes. Great voice. Who is daddy? Yeah. Alex, Alex Trebek, Trebek is daddy. Yeah. Who is Alex is Trebek in daddy. Who Is? Oh, <laughs> who Is? That was very good, Oh, Greg. I see. Um, Another one. Okay, Greg is like zinging yeah. them. It's Alex the new Trebek office. is what? Uh, it's the new office. Was it? Was his name Pat? Sajak. Sajak. Is that uh, Alex Trebek is what Pat Sajak thought that he wishes. Could, wishes oh, he that wishes. he could be. He was Alex and Trebek. he will never. Dreams. I was the watching Pat Sajak tonight. Yeah. He stinks. You were uh, watching Pat Sajak? You yeah, I was. Fortune? Are yeah, you a I big do. Wheel of Fortune guy? I like it. Chelsea likes it. She's yeah. she's really good at it, you know? Yeah. I'm more now of a Jeopardy you know, guy myself. Old. More of a Jeopardy? Do you yeah. watch them back to back? Occasionally, yeah. yeah. Oh. I like, I like Jeopardy, yeah. It's a good show. It's a spicy evening. It's, it's, a little back to It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> We okay. call that foreplay in this We're house. <laughs> um, okay, before Greg and Ashley tell us this, um, who do we think the Alex Trebek of the 2023 White Men Can't Jump is? Oh, Matt, God. Chloe, do you have guesses? Is it that slimy little white guy who like won a million rounds? And was like the famous Jeopardy guy. He kind of looks like a oh, it's, Ken he's Jennings. Hosting yeah. now, isn't Too it? They don't go on. They don't go on Jeopardy though. Think about it with the flamethrower. Yeah. Stem- oh it's, yeah, what game do they go on? They don't do. That. She wants to get on Scissor tour. TikTok? Yeah, like, do they what? get on, go on TikTok? Wait. Where do they go? No. She do wants they, to be on. She gets on. She does get on the tour. But they don't show that. Okay, but it also has no stakes. That's like with Rosie Perez. Uh, Is it? Uh, is there a TikTok? Is it? Is it? Um, what, what's her name? Um, Amelo, Amelia Malello. What's her name? Charlie. Charlie. Uh, what? Are, Ashley. What'd you say? Oh, we have a little bit ambulance action. Oh, Charlie okay. D'Amelio. Yes, that's who it is. Yeah, that? Yeah. No, a little bit too young for this. I think okay. if I were in the casting room for this uh-huh. movie, I would kill Steve Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey, oh, yeah, Steve Harvey is the new Trebek. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, that would have been good. They blew, dropped the ball on that. Yeah, well, um, and they dropped the no, ball. She, just, she wants to be on Queer Eye. That's like the modern. Queer she Eye. She wants to be on Queer Eye? <laughs> I don't know. Karamo, he's hosting stuff. Karamo. Karamo uh, has a talk show I remember, now. I, I, I broke the streak. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who but is they Karamo? Have, they don't have a yeah. Who is? But there there is a Blake Griffin cameo. Okay. 
which is kind of funny. Okay, that makes a, sense. He does a good. He's like he's like sponsoring the tournament. In nice, one. nice. Okay. And he's like really mean to them. He's like, "Come on, hurry up with this picture. This counts as community service." Like he's like, "I'm trying to get the hell out of here." Like, but uh, yeah. So there's no there's no Jeopardy moment to to answer your question. Okay. All right. Um. Well, yeah. In the movie, what happens? They win the tournament. Then, uh, Woody five I, I, grand. They five win five grand. grand. Big, big old and, purse. And in the so Woody. Wesley Snipes is like, I set you up to dunk the ball because that guy dunked on you. Like, why didn't you take the dunk? And Woody's like, and that like really gets under Woody's skin. And in the car ride home, he's like, I, you know, I could dunk if I wanted to. I just didn't want to. And then you see him like spiral out of control. And he's like, well, I'll bet my half of the five grand against your five grand that I can dunk. Like, give me three tries and I'll dunk. And Wesley Snipes is like, no, like, don't do this. And he keeps talking trash. And he's like, okay, fine, dude. Like, mm-hmm. Take your three times. Like, here's a hoop. Go ahead. Take your three times. And he can't do it. And you you watch the scene and you're just like, God damn it, so Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Second time now that he's blowing it. And yeah. it's right after they win the tournament. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he has to go home and tell Rosie Perez that he lost all the money again. No and wonder she fucking leaves. At the she end. leaves and oh, he sets yeah. the apartment on fire. And then the Stucci oh, brothers yeah. show up. And then, hey, what's going on with hey. this fire? Oh, this is where I fell asleep. So this is good. Okay, okay. it's a good okay. place to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of. It's, so Did then, you wake up for Jeopardy though? Oh, I, yeah, I was awake for Jeopardy. I was awake Absolutely. for my. Once I had to rewind because I was like a little confused about like how we got to that point, and I was like, "Oh shit, she's on Jeopardy!" So I had to rewind and be like, "How did she get on Jeopardy?" But once she got on Jeopardy, I was like, "Oh, I'm locked in for my girl. I want to see her answer all these questions." Well, Wesley Snipes knows a guy who works on the lot. They get Rosie Perez on. She crushes. It's great. It's the highlight of the movie. Woody Harrelson sings a song to her. They get back together. And then the score from the movie starts playing the Woody Harrelson song, which I thought was really funny. And then Wesley Snipes, uh, his house gets robbed. And then they have to uh, win a bunch of money in order to like replace everything in his house. And Woody feels like he owes Wesley. So he's like, okay, just one more game. And then well, he does owe him because Wesley yes. gets her, we didn't mention it on. Um... Trivia on Jeopardy. Pursuit. On Jeopardy. <laughs> he gets her the chance to be on Jeopardy because his friend is a security guard at the Hollywood lot or whatever. Yeah. So he mm-hmm. does. And he said, he looks mm-hmm. at him and he's like, you owe me. You know, yeah. it's like, he's like, it's okay, but you know, you owe me for this one. And that's why. Yeah. So he's like, I, I need you, man. Which is kind of interesting. Like he trusted. It is. He didn't. He did think he could ball. He, yeah. he really did think this is the one guy who can win this. Like, I, I, I trust him as a basketball player. They have a fun, like, brotherhood thing. Um, but of course, that then kind of trick him, though, a little bit, though, because at the end, he's like, you should you shouldn't have listened to me. You should have gone with her. Yeah. You always listen to the woman, which I literally was like, OK, I don't really like this whole phrase, like the woman. But I was like, yes. yeah, there's a lot should. of phrases like that. Yes. But it's like. I get that was a, like a little bit of a head scratch to where I was like, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. And and there's Always some interesting. Rosie Perez has like a whole interesting monologue that's like a little like 90s feminism of like, just because I say I'm thirsty doesn't mean I want you to go grab me a glass of water. Like men <laughs> think that they're omnipotent and like can, they have to control everything. So if I say I'm thirsty, I just want you to say that I... I understand and I relate to your 
experience thirst. of thirst, which I think right. I think is very funny. Which um, I was like, also, I was like, you're it. confusing this man. Look yes. at his face. Yeah. Oh yeah, Woody Harrelson is not tracking that that conversation. He goes, "It's a glass of water." It's a glass of water. I was like, "Please use yeah. a different analogy." Like, interesting time to pick it. that to pick that battle. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we were as. Yeah, go ahead, Ashley. I was going to say it's very hard to watch this movie directly after watching Barbie. Because I'm just oh, like, yeah, he, sure. <laughs> when he, he pulled out the guitar, I was yeah. like, oh god. <laughs> well, hey, we're uh, we're running short on time here, um, and I don't want to cut our conversation about white men can't jump short. I want to uh, get to our reviews, to our hoopers and our poopers. Before I do that, though, I should say this movie does have a twist ending because Woody Harrelson does jump and he does dunk the ball and that's how they win the last basketball game. And uh, it's a big twist. Did anybody see the twist coming? Um, You know, I was. Yeah. And how how did it end fully? Because I like kind of fell asleep right before it. Like, because I. (laughs) Something he, else happened after that dunk, right? He dunks. They get the money. Then the Stu- the Stucci brothers show up. Oh, uh, that's he right. gives all the money to the Stucci brothers. Then he has to stage a Polaroid of him being <laughs> dead, um, so that the so Stucci strange. brothers could have their reputation or something. Yeah, and I did then, not understand that. What? Did, yeah, yeah. They're like, now know. we can show our faces at like insert bar name yes. here, and you're like, what? Yes. And then they drive away in their Louisiana, their car with the Louisiana tags. And mm. then and then Woody Harrelson and, and Wesley Snipes get back to the rest of the movie. And they're like, I think she left me for real this time. And can you help me get a job? And then it's like, oh, OK. They're like moving on to the next chapter of their lives. And they play a game of one on one. And that's the end of the movie. They play a game of one on one. And that's the end. It's pretty much the mm-hmm. Rocky three ending. Because they like go to pl- fight each other. Never seen that. You never see who wins that fight. That's crazy. But now in the new one, Jack Harlow shows up at the restaurant that Woody Harrelson's working at. And he's like, I heard there was a third fight between you and Apollo. (laughs) (laughs) Deep cutting right now on on Rocky Pernod. Is is Woody Harrelson or Wesley Snipes in the new one? No, they're not allowed near. Boo. uh, No no camera hipsters. They're not allowed near millennials. Boo. Chloe, why don't you go first? Who's your hooper? Who's your pooper? If you have one, and how many uh, quinces would you give this movie quinces. on a scale of one to five quinces? What is a quince? Uh, what is a what, quince? What is a quince? Yeah, that's the correct in the answer. Garden, in the Garden of Eden. We yeah. It? Out of what we, five quinces? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> I'd give it like one and a whoa, half. Whoa, whoa, one and a half quints. You know Holy what? I'll give smokes. it no for the basketball. No, no, for the basketball uh, scenes itself, I'll give it two quinces. Two uh, quinces, okay. Quinces, two quinces, and that's for the basketball scenes alone. Um, but of course, I am grading this in a, as with a twenty twenty three mindset. Sure, ask me two deck. Decades ago, I'd probably be like, "Those like stupid." Um, Hooper, well, uh, Pooper is. 
Hooper's going to be um, the Stucci brothers. <laughs> and, and you know, fucking beignet. And oh. the brothers. <laughs> and um, what is Woody Harrelson's character's name again? Billy uh, Daxton. Billy? Billy? Yeah. Billy Ho. Billy, Billy, Billy Ho Hoyle? is Billy my... Hoyle. Hoyle. Billy Hoyle. Hoyle. Billy Hoyle so. is Hoyle. my uh pooper. Um he just got on my nerves. I couldn't do it. I was like, mm. he's an yeah, annoying what, character. He got on my did, nerves. What did we think about Woody in this movie? I it that... made no sense to me, to be honest with you. I just like I truly I mean, like it's cool, minus his political shit that I just now found out about. It's cool to honestly okay. like see him in this role because like all the other shit that I've seen him in, I would have never guessed that Woody Harrelson was in White Man Can't Jump. Mm-hmm. But he just seemed out of place, which maybe is why they cast him to seem out of place. But it was just right. like, so like that succeeded. But um, I mean, he's definitely kind of given like the white trash vibe. So I was like, okay, I guess that's what they're also kind of going for. Cause Woody Harrelson also always plays white trash people <laughs> for the most part. He, he always plays white trash roles. And now you hear his political stances. You're like, Hmm, were you playing yourself? Question mark. Mm. Um, so yeah, he's my pooper. Hooper, I mean Wesley Snipes all day, every day. Wesley Snipes. And um, what is the band at the beginning? What are their names? The Venice Beach Boys, oh. I think. The yeah. Venice Beach Boys are my yeah. Hooper. They deserve they're better. So good. They're 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 very good. Um, yeah. And the overall Hooper, um, I will say all of the basketball players, like the street basketball scenes, all all of them were just like full of life it's the only thing that saved this movie to be honest with you because it was just it was just it was just full and enriching to like watch you're like oh this shit is real where everything else was just bad script writing um so yeah that's what i have very good very good uh ashley why don't we go to you next you are our guest uh do you have a hooper do you have a pooper and how many quinces would you give this uh this this movie i almost said this episode obviously um i really agree with chloe on like all fronts maybe i would give it a three instead of a two mm-hmm. but woody harrelson was insufferable throughout the entire thing his character i just i was just like Rosie. i after the first five minutes i would have left him it's like mm-hmm. no time for it mm-hmm. he would have been a booty call mm-hmm. um yeah. And I feel like the Hoopers, maybe tank tops for sure. Oh, that's a great Hooper. Yeah. Alex Trebek, Hooper Forever. Yes. Um, yeah. And the side, I feel like I did go through the movie with some of the side characters being like, I want that story. Like, I want to know more mm. about those guys. Mm-hmm. So they were a little bit outshined by like the charisma of the side actors. Yeah, I I think I heard you say before this episode a very hot take in thinking about the 2023 version to the 1992 version. Do you do you want to share that take on air? I think I do prefer it. Like if I was going to go wow. for a double watch, I would watch this again. Wow. I understand why I liked it and why people like it. I think the street ball is like electric. It's sure. so good. So you but... prefer the 2023 version? Yes. Wow. I I would have given it like a 50% instead of I think we said IMDb 
gave it like 27 or something. Rotten Tomatoes had it at 40, yeah. 42, oh, no, I think. 28 or for something. the remake. Yeah. For the remake. Yeah. yeah. What the new one gets right is that they actually have like a really beautiful friendship. And it's mm-hmm. about like like unraveling toxic masculinity and like being vulnerable and being friends and like what male mm-hmm. friendship can do for you to like make your dreams come true. Um, and like really oh, awesome yeah. relationship with the dad too. So I'm like, like it, it, it's in the heartstrings the way this one does not. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Greg, why don't you go next? Cause you also saw that movie. Right. So Hooper, Pooper, Quint score. And yeah. <laughs> Quince also sounds like the sport they play in Harry Potter. Like, isn't that the <laughs> Quince? Loosely related to Quidditch, yeah. Oh. Well, um. but in the new one, they do. That's the thing, right? So Billy in 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 Woody, he's this ball of fire. He gets so angry. He tells Rosie Perez to shut up like ten times. By yeah, is a little mm-hmm. bit hard yeah. to watch. And he gets mad at you know at um. <laughs> and he's the one who keeps fucking up too yeah and he he just gets really angry now no now the thing is and i think it's important to this is a bigger conversation but like we've talked about it on the pod sometimes but like trash talk in sports specifically Mm -hmm. in basketball like it's a real thing and i think i think there's levels to it as Giannis would say and there's steps to it sometimes it can go too far but the most of the trash talk in this was was pretty pretty good, and, yeah. and even though they seem very angry, it's, they they don't really care all that much. Like in the heat of the game, yeah. But, Which is another thing I think it gets right. Like yeah, sometimes yeah. it boils over, but mostly it's just but it's hot not, air. I mean, and, yeah, the one yeah. guy pulls out the gun, but that was more so that he was getting hustled. Like it was yeah. more about the money. Yeah. But in the new one, they try to show you kind of where the like anger management for the one kid comes from and where Jack's um, issues come from by kind of explaining their parents. And they actually talk about that and they kind of give you a little bit of background and perspective as to why, you know, they are the way they are, what makes this one guy short tempered, why, you know, why is, um, why is Jack Harlow chasing his dreams away? You know, so that is a much more modern, like male take to be like, you can't just exist as like a fucking angry like good basketball player all the time like and if you are that like where is that coming from like what why Mm -hmm. do you gamble away all your money all the time like because honestly it just seems like it's just going to keep happening over and over and over like Mm -hmm. even if you get a regular job or whatever so that that's why i kind of prefer the new one too in in a story like as far as the story but as far as the basketball and the the trash talk and the actors like you can't really compete with the first one so i would i would i would uh give it the first one though for the specifically for the basketball three quinces but this but not not much more than that if the story was a little better it'd be 3.5 and i my hooper is my favorite line in the whole movie is when <laughs> he's getting dumped at the end rose is like you said you weren't gonna gamble again and he's like i know but this game like we got this you know what i'll tell you what I'll do something. I, I, I'll do something. I, I've never done this before. I will guarantee victory. <laughs> like, yeah. That he he's just like as if that she would go. Really? Oh, okay. okay well, yeah. Well, that changes that everything. I mean, yeah. that, then let's just go for that. I mean, yeah. that's that's just why don't you do that more often? Let's yeah. just guarantee. <laughs> that is my favorite line. He takes it's, it so seriously. Yeah. Like he's he's like I. 
I've never done this before. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I like you know saying what? it is really going to do it. I think that Will Smith is just lives in this era too of like mm-hmm. I just, he would have been in this movie in a he's just has energy in the way I just can mm-hmm. see him saying a lot of these lines. Pooper would yeah. Maybe the guy who tries to rob his uncle who owns the convenience store and then sells him the gun, even though it's a great scene, it's hilarious. Like, come on, man. That was his that was his uncle? Yeah, he says like he's like, like, yeah, he's really related to him. Shit, man. He's like, come on, uncle. Like, <laughs> like, I don't man, think I, I think it was more like a colloquialism and less their like legitimate uncle. Biological. Yeah. Oh no, I yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Oh, I, I took that's a what I took. But I thought I thought but he definitely knew him closely. Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. Knew each other. Like, yeah, he was like well. the the kid. Yeah. The like, you didn't kid. think I'd recognize yeah. you behind that, you stupid idiot? Yeah, and like yeah, like oh man, come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah. we don't rob people when we're hustling. You know, you hustle away your own money on Fanduel, unless you, know you have a flamethrower. That's okay, and you need some stem cells. Yeah. Oh, goal is to get stem cell. <laughs> Which, sorry, last point. Of, ah, we don't even have to. But like no. this guy who, in the gym at like the YMCA who sells Jack Harlow painkillers like under the table because he has his bad knees. Okay. Recommends the stem cells to him as like, have you heard about this? And he's like, oh. And then like the next scene is like, that's what I'm gonna do. Like wow. no research like on Joe it. Rogan, nothing. Like not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, okay. What they can do with this stuff. It's really that's kind of interesting. Like, He's like, he's like, they can heal past injuries. And the guy's like, yeah, man, that's what I heard. He's like, okay, $25,000. I can do Google that. it. Wow. No, he Googles the G League tryouts. That's what he's Googling. I'm, I'm going to Google that after this. I might Google that. Yeah, as well. I, we should go out for it. Um, Matt Sparacino, uh, Hooper, Pooper, and uh, a score out of five quinces. You know, it's, it's really interesting hear you all talk about the remake and both of you saying that you ultimately prefer it because that's you know hearing you talk about it and the flamethrowers and the stem cells it's not what i was expecting but i i think hearing you my pooper for this movie the original white man can't jump is toxic masculinity because there's so much arguing and screaming and anger in this movie and you're right greg like a lot of it is just hot air and bullshit and and trash talk but it just keeps happening over and over and over. And like Woody's gambling and his repeated like inability to just sort of stay the course. I, I, I don't know. It, it was something that really stood out the longer the movie went on, because there was a lot of sort of repetition in this movie and just seeing that boil over over and over and over again was really striking i don't know so it's interesting to hear that the the remake really addresses that head on i don't know that makes me want to watch it a little bit i probably still won't but i'll think (laughs) about it i for my hooper there's a lot of them because i you know I, i think wesley snipes was great in this movie we talked about it a lot already I also was was thinking about shouting out the Venice Beach Boys. I really loved them as like a framing device and they sounded great. Yeah. Um this movie had a great sense of place and Los Angeles, Venice Beach. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I'm going to go I think with Gloria with Rosie Perez cuz she was so 
uh, someone said earlier, I'm sorry, I can't remember who, but that she was like the most well-developed character in the movie. And that's crazy because she, I feel like that's all due to Rosie Perez. Like she has kind of like a one joke character of, oh, she wants to be on Jeopardy. And she just brings so much life to this character that, you know, otherwise could, could be much less of a influence on the movie. I read something today that the original glory in the script was very different, mm-hmm. but Rosie Perez, th- there was a story about her canceling her audition because she was having a bad hair day. And when she did that, they were like, oh, that's interesting. We want to meet that person. <laughs> like the person who would cancel this big film role audition because she didn't like how her hair looked. And like whatever you know, personality or intangible she had, they really latched onto. And she's a great part of the movie. Her Jeopardy scene really might be the best scene in the movie. Certainly the best scene that doesn't have basketball. Um, you know, we're rating this movie out of Quince's and that's from that scene. She, you know, is on Jeopardy. Alex Trebek is there. There's a returning champion and she's nervous. She messes up. Um, she gets asked a basketball question about the rebounding leader and she answers Babe Ruth which as we know from our Sandlot pod is uh, not a basketball player. The baseball mm-hmm. player. Mm-hmm. Um, played with uh, James Earl Jones. Played That's with right. James Earl Jones mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. back before the MLB was integrated. Right. But, yeah. um, you know, she eventually turns it around in this category of uh, foods that start with the letter Q. Quince, of course, quiche, a lot of good ones. Um Fun fact about that, that was an actual Jeopardy category several years later. So just another kind of like pop culture nugget from this movie. But she's so good. She goes on this role. She's killing it. It's it's such a fun part of the movie. So I would shout her out. But a lot of fun performances. Ultimately, this movie for me, I would go three and a half quinces. I think there's a lot of flaws with it. It's obviously dated, um, but it came out 30 years ago, so it's it's dated. Um, but I, I think the, yeah, just the basketball and the chemistry between the actors really shines through. It's a weird, unique movie. I can't think of another movie really like it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think if I was maybe in a worse mood or you know if you focus on the negatives you could i I see the case for a lower rating for sure but there was a lot of stuff i liked i enjoyed watching it so yeah i would go three and a half i i'm gonna i guess i i i have learned i think i like this movie uh more than the consensus on the pod i i'm gonna give it four quinces i really like this movie i like how weird it is i like um I like uh, I love the performances. All the performances are amazing. I think the movie looks great. I think it's very well shot. Obviously, the costumes are great. It's so colorful. The soundtrack's great. I know it's like very imperfect, like even just recapping it. It's super weird. Like there's a gangster subplot and there's the Jeopardy subplot and there's street basketball and the apartment catches on fire and they get robbed. <laughs> like there's just a lot of business that mess. happens in it's this movie, mess. but it's like, it, I find it very compelling in that way. Like it's, I should also say 
I have Stanley Kubrick on my side because Stanley Kubrick listed this as one of his favorite movies of all time uh, before he passed away. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, yeah. Weirdly. Wow. Um, so uh, take that for what it is. Um, but I really like this movie. I, I think I think it's because of that chemistry between Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes. Uh, uh, Wesley Snipes, of course, you know, later goes to prison for not paying his taxes. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, yeah, not not a lot of um, uh, a, a lot of um, how would you say um, uh, characters or actors with a lot of baggage coming into this movie. But at the time, just like wonderful performances. I love the fact that they play basketball themselves. I think that adds so much to all the scenes because they let you see them play basketball. They let you see them make these shots and you believe it and you see it over and over and over again. Doing it behind the back passes, passing, dribbling through the legs. Like you get to see them do it confidently without hesitation. Um, And uh, it's such a weird movie, but I, I just, I really like it. So uh, four quinces from me. Rosie Perez is definitely my hooper. And uh, I guess my pooper would be uh, the Stucci brothers. I mean, come on. Those, <laughs> those, Stucci, those darn Stucci brothers. Um, I feel like I didn't hate them as much as everybody else. And well, like, oh, yeah. Oh, there they are. Again. Done. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, they, they, hey, and they had every right to want to get paid again, you know? Yeah, and yeah, they I didn't mean, actually it's... kill anyone. That's true. They just put like ketchup on his cheek or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) It's a really weird scene. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. Yeah. Maybe it's Woody's fault. Maybe it really is. I mean, we see Woody be really irresponsible. We do. He just, he can't fucking help himself. So they're just trying to get, you know, trying to get their beignets, trying to get respect (laughs) at the bar that they like to frequent and, um, you know, keep on running that louisiana mafia that's right that's right um well uh and with that uh thank you all so much for joining ashley thank you so much for joining us um before we go here anything you want to plug uh anything else uh in your notes i know you came in with notes uh anything else that we didn't get to hit uh that you want to cover before we go i don't think so that's such a great question i should have thought about that i i maybe will leave you with a great quote like greg did okay um also delivered by woody harrelson where he is being lectured about how he does not want to pair back up with wesley snipes and he says i don't hustle people who are dishonest it's so good that that one got me a little bit so that was my favorite line well thank you so much for joining us ashley you are welcome back anytime um and thank you to my amazing co-host chloe michaela Matt Sparacino, Greg Toomey. Of course, thank you to Aaron Blyden for the use of our theme music. Thank you to Mary Catherine Curran. And we will be back next week with a movie that we have not decided on yet, but we there is a movie coming. So uh, rate us, review us, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. And uh, as I always say, this is and you are the Hoops Crew. Thank you so much for joining. Seacrest out. Bye.